them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I might be dating Ed Asner. <laughs> and I'm Tara. <laughs> well, that's new information. That is shocking. On, on TMZ <laughs> exclusive. Uh, is he here somewhere? Or no, should I say here, SNO exclusive? Yes. Here's my Ed story. Okay. I met him today. <laughs> Not today when you're listening to this. But I met him at a convention he was signing. And uh, wow. it was one of my favorite movies ever. And he voiced Carl. Old man, he and sure up. did. So I went and I took a little up picture from the sign, and I I knelt, I I first said hi, and I smiled and tried to be very friendly. And he looks at me like, <laughs> "Well, hello there." And oh. he, he takes my arm and kisses it, starting from mid forearm up to darn near <laughs> shoulder. Oh my god! And he's like, "No, under the shoulder." I'm like, "Wait, what is happening?" Under this, the uh, shoulder. Under me the too. shoulder. He didn't do it. He said something <laughs> about the shoulder. But like five or six kisses, he's just kissing up my arm like old Hollywood. And I'm thinking, ooh, should I report something? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. He's 90, but yet he's kissing my arm. And it's kind of flattering, but weird at the same time. But he was very nice. He was wow. very, very nice. But wow. yes. So here's a revelation I came up with later. And he signed my card. <laughs> he was very sweet. And we got a picture. And it's really, That's very really nice. funny. Look at that. But uh, he says, come with me. Come with me. Love Ed as a <laughs> yes. yeesh. So I realized that as of as of when I'm saying this, if if I were to perish off this earth soon, the last person to have kissed me <laughs> would be Ed Asner. Hey, listen. And that's something I never thought I'd be able to say. But here I we mean, are. <laughs> who, who, who thinks they're going to ever say that? But that's not a bad thing. That's no, cool. it's kind of a fun story. I never that's expected that to happen today. To, story. We should cross post it on to you should put it on the SNO uh, Facebook the Facebook the picture, picture that you put Please. up of you and Ed, where you look like I commented I the next great yes. comedy duo. I captioned you look it like I straight hate out spunk, of, and it looks like it fit, it fits that. Mary picture. Tyler Moore, yeah. that's amazing. Yes, he was very very. You kind, guys had a chemistry. Said. That's awesome. You could take that. Well, show the on thing the road. is, my uh, someone posted, <laughs> someone commented on that picture and said, "You have such a look of." pure joy or something like, like i was just like so happy to meet him and just said i was honestly looking at him because he kept staring at me and i was thinking why aren't you looking at the camera ed? and even the camera guy was like ed ed and Over he was here. just staring at me he was like he asking me about you. the picture wow, and he likes you i don't know someone i talked to someone earlier it's like he's a flirt i'm like well he he was flirting but so it was it was an interesting experience my time with ed <laughs> And it was fun. He had quite the line, too. He was a popular Should fellow. Should we call you Wendy Woody Asner now? Or Wendy Asner Woody? Mm, good mm, question. Which one, which mm, one of yeah. those two is it now? What would you do? I'll ask Ed. Okay, okay yeah. Ask Ed. Yeah. Talk to Ed. Okay. He would it upset so. you to hear that I've met Ed Asner? No. As well. No, because you were his first wife. <laughs> second. Was we, he? We dated for a few was years. Was he nice? <laughs> he was very nice. He was very nice. Uh, I uh, interviewed him for a documentary. Wow. He was How a very, long ago was that? This was in, oh, at least 13 years ago. So you guys had more of a professional relationship, whereas Wendy and Ed had much more personal relationships. We, we kept it professional, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, I'm not telling. You've got that feather in your cap. He's getting up there, right? How he's old not, is I think he's 90. I think we looked at him. He's around 90. Amazing. He looks, he looks pretty good. Like, good for him. Looks, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, he looks That's great. He still got it. He had, he had quite the line waiting for <laughs> him. I mean, it's that <laughs> asshole. Cool. So what is it exactly that he said? <laughs> that's really great. That's really so cool. That's my fun story. So I Very don't know good. if we're dating. I don't know if we're <laughs> seeing each other. Ed really if I needs see him to again, clarify. I'll ask. Yeah. Can you get him on the podcast, maybe? <laughs> well, is he a private right. person or do you want to keep your relationship private? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd prefer to keep that out of it. <laughs> but I just wanted to lay the ground. That's amazing. In case you see anything in the tabloids. Mm-hmm. I hmm. wanted our audience <laughs> to hear about it first. <laughs> so now, now you know. Amazing. So listen, if you want to send us an email, you can... <laughs> no. Uh, your thoughts on Wendy's new relationship? Yes, what do you think about... Uh, oh, what was your ship... Oh, this is for a different podcast, but what would your ship name be? Wendy and... Wed? Edney? Edney? It's not a good ship name. I don't think it'll would, last. Uh, Wended? Asner? Wasner? Wedney. Wed. Mm, I had a shirt once you, where we, miss, we ironed on my name, Wendy, on the back, and we were it's trying to do it in such a hurry. We misspelled Edwin? Wendy. Edwin. And it came out Wedney. So mm. I can go with Wedney. Wedney or Edwin. Wasner. Ooh. Wedney Wasner. <laughs> I hate spunk. <clears throat> but first, <laughs> nerd news. This is an all nerd news episode, except we're going to talk about L word. Uh, it's kind of news. It's it's nerd oh, it's news. kind of it's, news. Yeah, it's LGBT a Q nerd. Yeah, news. it's yeah. Uh, Tara's going to give us a L word season nerd one nerd. roundup. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's it's on brand. Yeah, but first we're going to talk about something. Uh, Star Wars. Remember, I said we were probably not going to talk about Star Wars for a while. That will never <laughs> didn't take. There's always going to be Star Wars. So according to Collider.com, the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus TV show is on hold. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Wendy? Ho- on hold's better than canceled. Wendy, how you doing? I'm patient. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Some things are worth waiting for, and this should be. So actually, I think you're right. I think this is a, this is ultimately a good thing. Well, one thing I read was I think the scripts were a little bit too in common with The Mandalorian as far oh, as interesting. The Mandalorian. I, I just read that uh, like the, where The Mandalorian was him protecting the child, mm. that there was t- a lot of Obi-Wan looking over Luke, young Luke. Right. Mm. And so, and I can't imagine he was really interacting with him as much as, because I feel like Luke had no clue who he was when he met him. So unless he just forgot. He just stopped, so it may have just like been from like a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and where I like the idea of Luke. I like the idea of Luke being involved. I don't think it the series, but if it, it's only six episodes and now it possibly get to four, four. yeah, you, what? It, it feel like it. You just you can't go. It's not like you're gonna have episode That's of the week. Just like a a mini series. Is that really a series well maybe they'll be longer episodes i hope they're longer episodes because that's four episodes you assemble all that crew but i mean it's like a four-hour movie i mean it's like if they're an hour long you're getting a four-hour obi-wan movie as opposed to an hour and a half or two-hour obi-wan movie if they'd made a film so you're still getting more than you would have gotten from a film sure uh so this the series takes place eight years after revenge of the sith and according to the sources that collider.com has uh kathleen kennedy's not happy with the script so they are being reworked and as you say, Wendy, they're going to lose, maybe condense from six to four episodes. And But no, I think that's a good thing. They want it to be good. As long they as they make it. They don't want it to be crap. I think The Mandalorian set the bar pretty high. Yeah, I like, think but, once the success of that. They're and like, people, Ooh. Yeah, they're like, we can't 
go backwards from. And we don't Didn't know. Ewan come out and say that oh, I've seen the scripts or a lot of the scripts and they're really good. He said they're good, but they they're want to make too... them better. Okay. Yeah. They want to be even better. More importantly, he said, I'm not leaving the show because there was mm. rumor. There were rumors that he was walking away because of creative differences. So right. the fact that that's not happening. Right. No, but I mean, again, I think it's a good thing. They're not settling. They're not just trying to, you know, push out new content. Right. They want it to be good. The director's still attached, Deborah Chow. She is. And the, the writer's name is Hosian Amini. Up your game, Hosian. So <laughs> get those might, scripts in order to yeah. get a show. He might be, he might be gone. Oh. Or maybe well, they'll get him some help. Maybe. maybe. I hope maybe. he's not listening and he just... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we just oh, want your best. Oh, no. We just want good quality show. And, you know, the, the reports are that, you know, the crew members were sent home. We don't know how, like, what crew. Was it a full shooting crew? Probably not. Maybe the prepping crew. Maybe the yeah, art directors. Like, who yeah. knows? We I mean, don't know what that means. postponing from summer to fall next next winter? Next so, no, it's year. like next year. They're, gotta, they're they thinking, can't just yeah. be sitting around for six months. You gotta send them home. Yeah. Right, but yeah, yeah, which kind of sad. Like you're yeah. sent home. Like get out of here, and they're like, oh, and they're just I mean, walking with their heads down. I don't want to go home. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a drag. Mm. I know you're so excited. You're gonna work on Obi Wan. Oh, that'd be great. And it's like, home. go home. We're not doing it. Yeah, and then you gotta get new. You gotta get new work. And yeah. what if you can't work on the you, next one? Right, because you thought your next six months was sealed. Yeah, that's a drag. So we'll see. More to come. Let's hope. More to come. <laughs> it's, it's, better. Not, it's not canceled. It's on hold. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, if you go to screen. More? <laughs> we have more. We have more. Sorry. Do we not? Sorry, Tara. Guess what? Yeah, okay. There's more Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Part two. Part two. <laughs> okay. If you go on to screencrush.com, you can look at some uh, never before seen footage, I think, mostly, from something called Star Wars Underground. And apparently this was the show that George Lucas had announced in 2005 that they're going to start, they were going to produce an all, a live action Star Wars TV show. And I guess this was, this was it. It was going to be set between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. And the show spent years in development, but ultimately was scrapped because it was uh, too expensive to make. So I've seen the footage. You've watched it, Wendy. Yes, we actually, Wendy, you sent it to us to watch. Yes. And if you read the article on Screen Crush... It says the the VFX company, uh, let's see, footage made by effects company Stargate Studios popped up on YouTube. Their other works include Doctor Who and Walking Dead. So, I, you know, when you watch it, there's no name actors. In fact, all the dialogue appears to be looped. It's all ADR. So it's probably mostly like kind of background actors, like people who aren't really there to act. They're just like, go stand over there, go do this. So I think this to me feels like it was the effects house being, hey guys, look what we can do. Because it looks like very cheap props. Yeah, I think it was to showcase the visual effects. It wasn't necessarily to. I don't think this was a Lucas film. I was going to say I was wondering because it was not entertaining. It was not exciting. No, it, was, it was boring. It was kind of predictable. Yeah, it was kind of boring. And I wondered <laughs> How if long it was, was it like ten minutes. Well, the whole thing was like nine or ten minutes. But the only there was like a first part where they showed the scene, and that was probably what three or four minutes, and then they or five maybe, and then they went into like showing sort of behind the scenes. Oh, I didn't see that. Part. You didn't go that far, did you? Oh boy. Uh, Okay. Yeah, they showed like they show the scene. You were so bored, you didn't even. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't very entertaining. Well, it goes to be continued. I'm like, oh, I guess okay. it's done. After the to be continued, oh. it pops back up. And well, here's the thing. Wah, and here's wah. why I'm not surprised that it's 
the art house people or that it was a George Lucas production because because <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> no, well, it was because you know it's with the prequels. He shot like most of the prequels as much as he could on a green screen and added all everything later. And this, like what you saw, cat, yes. everything was green screen. Yeah, there are some with very props. minimal props. There's some there stuff. was no. I mean, so I can see this being the effects house saying, "Look, we can Look create we can a whole do. city." Yeah. Or this underground, which was cool. And like, you know, part of me felt like, well, maybe it's a scene somewhere where you don't know the setup, you don't know the characters. That's why it's kind of not very entertaining. But it did feel like more of a let's show you what we can do graphically than story-wise or dialogue-wise. But yeah, like, you know, I like that the the most recent Star Wars films got back to like as much practical locations and sets as they could, where George just won a green screen, which... Actors have imaginations, but I can't imagine. It gets old, I'm sure, acting in front of a green screen every day, yeah, trusting that mm-hmm. it's going to look really cool when you're done. And it's the whole drag. thing was just a big green room with yeah. some stuff. Yep. So, I, you know, it's, I like the underground aspect. I think it could have been cool, but never even came close to being done. So No. But it's interesting to see. It is interesting. It feels like a fan film to me. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. is this for real? Because it feels like a really nicely done fan film. For fan film, it yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. And it was like some Jedi woman, and she had this cool ship yeah, hologram. Yeah, but she had like some... high heels on. Yeah, she didn't have high heels on. <laughs> that's uh, not that's not practical. It was kind of like a Blade Runner slash Star Wars slash kind of you know underground. Yeah. It was it would have been cool. I think if they done sure. it well and explored like some kind of this dark side of Star Wars. You know, like I would have loved to have seen the side of Star Wars that was referenced in Last Jedi, where he talked about you know they had they went to that gambling planet or whatever that casino planet, and he was like. Hey, the good side, the bad side. You got people making money from both of you. They just want the war because they want to make that money right. from from either side. They're sure. like, I think that part of the universe would have been cool. And I don't know if that would have ended up in the underground, but probably not. Canto Bite? Is that yeah, the name Canto of the Bite. Casino. Bite. Bite. Something. Something, something yeah. Bite. So, well, if you're, if you're interested, you can go to ScreenCrush.com and find it. Yeah, the Mandalorian was better. <laughs> Way better. Or yeah, or just get Disney Plus and watch Mandalorian. Yeah, it's only on like a, a few minutes on a loop. And the the article referred to it's apparently some footage of it had been out, but most people hadn't seen it. Like it's hidden on YouTube maybe. I have not I've, I haven't I mean, seen anything. I, haven't seen it. I remember them talking about having a live action TV show and then I just it just kind of disappeared. It's 15 yeah, there years were always ago. rumors. Yeah, 2005. Yeah. Anyway, what might have been? What might have been? So the last bit of Star Wars news is that tomorrow, we're recording this on the Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday. Tomorrow, I'm going to Disneyland. Oh God! To try I, and get on the rise. Uh, the res- uh, what is it? The Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. Re- that yes. <laughs> I am. Uh, we're gonna get Forgot. there. Terry and I are gonna get there at like six thirty in the morning. Okay. <laughs> get I just the hope you get on there. Oh, me too. I really do. So I won't, I, we won't talk about it. I won't get into details, but if okay. I do make it on, I will, I'll give you the thumbs up. Have you mentally prepared for your backup? Like if you don't get there, like you're gonna. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll still just, you know, it's still Disneyland. So right. we'll have a good time and you know, okay. it'll, we have, we have reservations at the cantina. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you well, go. There have, you we'll, go. We'll at least go you have that. Get, can- some drinks. get some drinks. <laughs> some space drinks. <laughs> Anyways, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I hope you get on. <laughs> I want. You. What's I, it? What is he? DJ Droid. What's his name? DJ. Oh, I forget. Something like DJ. Droid. That would be my DJ. DJ name would be DJ <laughs> I feel Droid. Like DJ Droid <laughs> was cool. not. You didn't have to put a lot of thought into DJ Droid. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's something else. But I will let you know. I'll report okay. back. Yeah. I just want to know your reaction to the ride, but I don't want details. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't want to be spoiled. Thumbs I'm not up a spoiler. Thumbs down. I'm not a spoiler. I don't like to do that. No, you're not. So we got to make plans to get out there. You guys got to get out there. Someday. Get it done. Okay. Get we're it done. we're <laughs> moving on. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Linda Hamilton will not be coming back for any more Terminator movies. I'm surprised she came back for this one. So <laughs> Really? Why? Well, just because I never thought they would have re-picked up that story where oh. she was involved. So, I mean, I, I didn't, not that I thought she would refuse to, but I just never thought we'd have a movie that and allowed her to come back. So, got it. We, the fact that we got one more Terminator with Sarah Connor, that's cool. So, so the actor uh, who, was fond, who has fond, this is from the article, who has fond memories of making Dark Fate confirms she has made peace with leaving Sarah Connor behind. And uh, uh, th- a lot of that has to do with the, the box office disappointment. So the film made $260 million worldwide. Should have made more. It was a good movie. I don't know why it didn't make more. I'm really surprised that it didn't, it wasn't as, it wasn't a bigger success. It was a very good Terminator. And I hope it wasn't because it was starring three women. I think that was probably part of it. That's that's disappointing. But I think it was probably a factor. Uh, Linda goes on to say, I would really appreciate maybe a smaller version where so many millions are not at stake. Today's audience is just so unpredictable. And they had yeah. mapped up a trilogy. They when they pitched the idea to Linda to come and come back and do it, it was a three. Oh, so she's saying no to coming trilogy. back. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know that they had made enough money to to make the next Probably two movies. Not. You know what I mean? But you know what? And she worked hard to get in shape for this one. She looked amazing. I'm sure that's part of it. It's like I'm. I worked my tail off, and then it didn't even do that well, and it was. Yeah, and then I'd be like, uh, like, well, if you're you gonna pay me ahead of time and could make that money. Because she wasn't really, she doesn't even live in L.A., right? Like, she was she, living yeah. elsewhere, and not really she's acting. not really acting yeah. anymore. Mm. Maybe if they write it, like, Sarah Connor is has not in shape and <laughs> just sits around on the couch. <laughs> like, where she doesn't have to work her tail off for six months to get in that cool Sarah Connor shape. She'd be like, ah, okay. Well, she but said. is it a good story? Sure. She, okay. It took her, basically, she had a year to to physically prepare and to mentally get back into that character. So she had a year. Uh, that's to, a hard year. That's, that's a lot a, of working out. Yeah. And a diet. And it's oh. also a very, she went to like very dark places to get into that character's mindset. Huh. So we're going to talk some spoilers here. Spoilers, spoilers. Sorry, Tara, that spoilers. includes you. Do you care, okay. Tara? No, it's fine. Okay. You're just going to you watch sure? it from McKinsey Davis yeah, anyway, right? Because this is a big spoiler. Okay. That's fine. Oh. Okay. Am I going to be spoiled? I've seen no. the film, but it in sounds the, really ominous. In like okay. the first five minutes of the movie, we 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 look. We're with Sarah and John Connor. They're in Mexico. They're hanging out. He's yeah. like what, maybe fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. An- another Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator shows up and shoots John Connor dead. So that that uh, moment has spurred Sarah Connor on to now go. Now she's hunting these effers down. So apparently, it wasn't just that one uh, Terminator that came to get her and John and then help her and John in the second movie. Uh, they're they're all over, and so she's now she's a she's a Terminator hunter. Okay, w- was that Edward for mm-hmm. like a CGI? It was, yeah, okay, it was and a young CGI okay. Sarah Connor too. All yeah, right. it wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah, it was actually. I was I was watching it, thinking, is this like unused footage from the? You know? Yeah, wow. Um. So I th- and so th- she goes on to say that you know maybe. Uh, I don't think Sarah. Uh, basically, people were not happy. Some diehard fans. Okay. I, I think I'm, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm you, a pretty diehard fan. Yeah. I was okay with it. But I feel like after <laughs> after everything they went through in the second film, you're like, oh, they got away, and then it's like, oh, right. Then they didn't. So uh, that's an interesting point, and she addresses yeah. it 
in the article. She says, I don't think Sarah and John would be there at all if there were still if they were still fine and strong. I thought it was a great leaping off point for my character. To create a new fuel and fire for Sarah Connor, I thought it was a very good very good story point. Hmm. So basically that's the motivation for for Sarah Connor to be now. Yeah, back to in still the give fold. a crap to want right. to go back. Right. And if John is still avenge. alive, she's like, no, we're going somewhere else where mm-hmm. they're not a bunch of Terminators running around. And that's not a very interesting movie. But maybe give John like, you know, 20 good years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right after the fact. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. You know? <laughs> like give them like or maybe even like a wife and kids yeah you like, know? i don't think he like, like that would make it even like heart you know right yeah <laughs> dated you have a chance to date i mean you know he went through a lot well what is the fact that he was ended up getting killed like what did that do for the future storyline because the whole point was they wanted to go prevent you know kill john connor and then they did does that mean they won uh well i, I mean, don't know it's explained in the movie i well that movie that we went to go see okay well i uh, forgot it's been a while and i just the details of all the time travel and how this happening in the yeah. past affects the fee i always get confused so no about so, it, so what what happens is they they win but then this is a whole different this isn't skynet this is a different you know like a different uh cause and effect that makes these other terminators oh, show God. up right isn't that what that was? I need to see it again. <laughs> Honestly, it's been a while and I forgot a lot of details. And I need to watch the, I feel like I need to watch the first two first. So yeah, it'll all be more fresh in my mind. Yeah. And you need to watch them at all, Tara yeah, Chadwick. So right. you can watch like the non-scary version, or we could just like fast forward <laughs> through the scary parts. Okay. It's not that scary. Um so the, <laughs> so but see, I think the so the name of the article is like, you know, no more Linda Hamilton. But then if you go to the very end, she says, So no, I'm not hopeful because I would really love to be done, but if there was something new that really spoke to me, I'm a logical person and I will always consider viable changes. Hmm. So she's open to it, but I think it's gonna have to take it's gonna it's gonna take a very cool yeah. new uh take on that whole character. Okay. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> At least, got, at least we got that is all. At least, at least we got that movie. I, th- I think it's a great movie. I yeah, really, I'm looking forward to watch it when it. It's fun. Is it out yet? Okay. It is actually. Oh, it's on DVD. Okay. Yeah, I just saw it today good. at the Target. There's just like posters everywhere yeah. now. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, you need to watch that. It's it's good. Mackenzie Davis fights a lot. I mean, come on, and she's she's wearing a tank top for most of the movie. I like tank tops. <laughs> Who doesn't like tank tops? We're gonna move on. Maybe this person wears tank tops. I don't know. Oh, uh, she does. Sarah Shahi lands starring role in steamy Netflix dramedy, Sex Slash Life. This is according to TVLine.com. Do you want to take this one over, Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. You're a fan of Sarah? I, I forget. I like Sarah Shahi. The Shahi. I'm only here for the Shahi, which is a lie. Um <laughs> I'm just happy for Sarah Shahi. I'm glad she's got a show. She's had she's had her own shows before. She's been in the leading shows, fairly legal. Mm. Uh, a show called Sex Life with Sarah Shahi, where she's exploring all sorts of stuff and dealing with life issues. Yeah, you think I'm going to watch that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch that. I like Sarah. She's a Texas girl. She's mm. still a Texas girl. She's like, I'd rather have mud on me than makeup or some something to that effect. Adorable. Don't she quote is her. a <laughs> don't quote me, but it's something to that effect. Um, okay. No, she's a she's a good Texas chick. I'm a fan of Sarah Shahi. I think she's a very cool person. I could listen to that girl talk. If you've ever seen a Sarah Shahi interview hmm. on some kind of talk show, 
She's the kind kind that you like. I don't know what she's gonna say. She's awesome. <laughs> she's uh she's good people. I like her. So the so show's watch it. It's gonna be on Netflix. It's from the creator. Uh, sorry, the EP of Unreal. Her name is Stacy Rux Ruxire Rucky Sayer. Don't know. Moving on <laughs> again. The names. Mark. How dare you? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> names are hard. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so this uh, this show is going to be based on BB Easton's forty four chapters about four men, uh, which received it's an eight episode order on Netflix, and she plays Billy Collin. Con- <laughs> We're just not going to let you say you're any. Names. Giving me a complex. Uh, she's playing Billy Connolly, a suburban mother of two who goes in search of the sexy single city girl she used to be a decade earlier. She takes a fantasy charge trip down memory lane that sets her very married present on a collision course with her wild child past. That sounds fun. Well, she'll probably be wearing tank tops. She wears More them well. Let's hope so. She wore less than that on the L word. She wore mm. tank. She was a fan of the tank top on that. What was that a show? Person of interest. <laughs> uh, she wore some tank tops there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. T- Sarah can wear whatever she wants. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, I will. Right. Sarah Shaw, he's in it. I'll watch it. Doesn't say when it's. Um, uh, their location scouting in Toronto right now. Oh, look at that. How'd you <laughs> I, know that? Uh, little bird told me. Um, <laughs> So, cool. Okay, that's so fine. So I don't know when they're actually going to start shooting. So okay, but well, if they're uh, if they're scouting, that's probably soon. I'd mm-hmm. say you know maybe mm-hmm. the summer, spring ish, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Bring it on. She's forty now. She just turned forty. Wow, taking on. She's an inspiration. <laughs> she. I hope I look like that when I'm forty. <laughs> I'd have to time travel a bit, but whatever. <laughs> Ming Na wins my age inspiration. Just saying. Yeah. She looks good. How old is Ming Na? Like 53 or 4. Wow. Good for her. Not that far behind her, but she looks She's freaking amazing. Some, yeah. Amazing Sarah's action a great, sequences, too. Yeah. Sarah's a great role model if you're less than 40. Mm. Under 40. Under 40. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. No, we will be watching and commenting on that show when it begins on this podcast. I'm sure. Because it's a Shahi show. It's a Shahi show. Yeah. It will be Shah show. Shah show. <laughs> We're going to move on. No, we won't. <laughs> you, I mean, you don't have to. For the sake of this podcast. I mean, you don't have to move on. We might circle back to Sarah Shahi later. I feel, oh, I feel like that's coming. Or next yeah. week. No, no, no. Oh, that's true. Both. Well, yeah. Ooh. Oh, or actually, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We will be circling back to Sarah Stay Shahi. tuned for the, uh, towards if the end like of Shahi, this podcast. If you like Shahi, stick around. Mm. <laughs> hot take. Okay. So there is <laughs> hot take, hot take. Tara's hot takes. That's mm. the segment. What do, you okay. think? what do you think? No? Wendy's not Do impressed. you have hot takes? Yeah, what other hot takes I have mean, I had? I mean, listen. This is You'll the have first. to come up with more. This is the first the pressure's one. pressure on. <laughs> well, we'll see oh, how it goes geez. and go from there. How about just Tara's, okay. Tara's takes? Okay. It's going to be hot takes. Uh, they're just boring old <laughs> No. Hey, takes. stop it. Tara, do not Tara's say that words. about you. I say. like marshmallows. <laughs> That's my take. Today. <laughs> I like... A beer. Uh, <laughs> beer. I good. like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> beer, good. Leave me alone. I'm thinking. What's that next line in that movie? You remember <laughs> Christmas Story? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways. yeah. I didn't remember the next line. I'll cut that out. Um, okay. <laughs> so there's a there's this movie coming out. I'm going to ruin the name. Of course you. Do you want? Do you know how to say it? What movie? It's the one with the. <laughs> it's with our good friends. 
No, and her name too. God. Okay, Kate Winslet. Oh God, no, I don't even want to. Swarcy Ronan. Watch the Oscars next. You guys say uh, what is it? I think it's Sorcy. I think it's Sorcy. 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 I'm going with that. Sorcy Ronan. We shall call up one of those YouTube videos that pronounces it and go (laughs) Swarcy. The robot voice. Say it again. I don't know. Swarcy. Swarcy. That sounds right. We're going with that. So they're going to be starring in a new movie called Ammonite. I think it's Ammonite. <laughs> Don't you think? Galapagos. How, how would you say? Or is it how am- say, amenity? How would you am- say that word? I would say Ammonite. I would say Ammonite. It's Ammonite. Yeah. Thank we'll you. Go with that until proven wrong. It right. is. Um... <laughs> Educate us. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, please. Is that a word we should know? Um, it's starring those two lovely women. It's set in the 1800s England, and uh, Kate Winslet is playing Mary Anning. Probably ruining that too. She's a, this is a, I think it's based on a true story. Um, uh, as uh, Mary Anning, an acclaimed but unrecognized fossil hunter. Uh, fossil what she hunter. said, "Yeah." <laughs> She told me she was a fossil hunter. I let um, her dig all sorts of with the de- <laughs> with the days of her famed discoveries behind her. She now reaches uh, for common fossils to sell to tourists to support herself and her ailing mother. When a wealthy visitor entrusts Mary w- with the care of his wife Charlotte, played by Ronan, she cannot afford to turn his offer down. Proud and relentlessly passionate about her work, Mary initially clashes with her unwelcome guest, but despite the distance between their social class and personalities, an intense bond begins to develop, compelling the two women to determine the true nature of their relationship. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm always up Sounds for Kate Winslet hot. movie. I do yeah, like Kate, Kate Winslet. Uh, yeah. She's very cool. Yeah. She's great. I, I love like her. Kate Winslet. And uh, Shirsi is sort of the... Sorcy. Sorcy? I don't know. I'm just saying... I don't know. Miss Ronan uh, yes. seems to be the it girl uh, right now, right? Because she's nominated. Is she nominated for yes, Little best, Women? Uh, uh, best Actress in Little Women. She is. Um, so yeah, she's she's doing quite well. And actually, the so the 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 same distributor of this movie they just picked up is also the same that distributed uh, Parasite. So they're doing mm. well as well. Okay. So hopefully, this will be in theaters everywhere. There's no release date, um, but that looks like a really cool movie. And I don't know if it's based on a real person. I could be totally wrong. Are you looking at the pronunciation? Yeah. Thank you. This is great. Oh, it's great. We'll have like definitively live. Are you going to play a video of her saying it? I want to hear Sorcy say it. (laughs) When she first... Uh, when she, she's Irish, she's so Irish. She might have a different accent. She hosts. Sorcy. I know that, that might make it more difficult. Channel. I don't know. When she first, uh, when she was very first sort of known for Lady Bird, she hosted SNL, and the opening segment, the opening like bit, was her pronouncing her name with a song. It was really cute, really funny. I don't remember how to say her name. Um, <laughs> that part didn't stick with you. Wait, listen up. Sersha Ronan. Sersha. Is she drunk? Is YouTube drunk? Sersha Ronan. Sersha. 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 But can, can we find the, maybe do some research. Search. <laughs> do 
do some research on the side of her on SNL, and she's got to introduce herself. Rogan. Everybody does. Yeah, Sersha, Sersha, and you have to pronounce it that. So there's like a silent H, or like there's like an H actually that doesn't exist in the spelling. No. You do sound drunk, robot. Sersha. Here we go. Here we go. She's doing it herself. Let's see. How did I do it with your name? How did I do it with your name? Sersha. Sersha, it's perfect. Sersha. 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 She All sounds right. just like Ashley Keene, my friend, even Saoirse. though she's Scottish. Sersha. Was I not saying that? Not, not even close. Sersha. How dare you? I definitely Saoirse wasn't saying that. Rodin. Sersha. Sorcy. I was trying to really give her totally Sersha. <laughs> like a Cersei Saoirse. Lannister name. So if you ever need right. to know. Sersha. 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 Like Saoirse Sasha, Rodin. but like Sersha. <laughs> But like not Sasha, Sersha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you in five minutes how to say it. And if you remember <laughs> it, real test. I'll be impressed. All right. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Do you guys want to see this movie? Is it, Are you a, a, a lesbian okay. period piece? Okay, we'll Kate see. Winslet. We'll see. For Kate Winslet. Me, yeah, for Kate Winslet. I freaking love Kate Winslet. Yeah, I do too. Wendy, like why Kate are you Winslet. not interested in this movie? It's a period piece. You don't like period don't pieces? Uh, no, I don't, you don't mind like them. pieces about periods? Because <laughs> I know I do. Sasha <laughs> Ronan. So I'll see. probably see it. I'll probably see it. I mean, Kate Winslet. Uh, I do like Kate Winslet a lot. Sasha Ronan. Sasha Ronan. I've already forgotten how to say it. <laughs> Little Fine. Women was a period piece. You liked well, Little Women. It. I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably see I it. I mean, Zena is a period piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything older than <laughs> yesterday is a period piece. That's true. <laughs> I guess, uh, yes, I probably will see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, great. Did you mean it's Kate Winslet? Yes. I know. She's I, great. I really like Kate oh, Winslet. Good. I really think she's got a great face. I like her voice. I like who she is. No, remember that American Express commercial? I remember it seeing, every time I'd see that, I was like, oh, I like her face. She's got American a great Express face. commercial. Back in the day, yeah, she was in an hmm. American Express commercial. What, but like she was famous? Yeah, she oh, was already okay. Kate Winslet. Yeah, okay. it was like as herself. It was cool. I'll have to show you. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll see it. Did you see the rumors like briefly started that Carol had a sequel? No. <laughs> there were pictures. Oh, fun. There were pictures of, uh, of Kate <laughs> Blanchett, the yes. other Kate, which other is why Kate. I think of it, and Rooney Mara. Yes, we'll take and that. And they, they basically looked just <laughs> like right. their characters in Carol. And people were like, it's a Carol sequel. They're making a sequel. But they weren't. It what, was, was it just um, no, they're, from they're the actually, movie now? From the movie? No, no, no. They're doing a, uh, a Guillermo del Toro film called Nightmare Alley. Together? Yeah, they're oh, just both in it, and they fun. just look like their characters in Carol. Re-edited, like someone could take the footage and then re-edit I mean, it look. to be Carol 2. You know how they do oh, the, yeah. like do yeah. the re-edits of People it. People thought it was sure. Carol a sequel, totally. yeah. except Runa, Runa, Rooney, Rooney. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never talking again. No, <laughs> Rooney. Her hair. I mean, in Carol, she's a little frumpy. Well, but it was gonna to like well, maybe it was like five two, years makeover. Carol too. Yes. No, we have to do a re-edit. She's of this. been you hanging out with Carol for five years, so she looks different. <laughs> right. Gotta call it. Now she's confident. She. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think the movie would be called Carol Two. <laughs> <laughs> Carol do. <laughs> Carol again. <laughs> What's Carol up to? <laughs> what about Carol? <laughs> 
<laughs> now we need to make it. <laughs> now it needs to be done. Someone, do some it. lesbian out there is going to take the footage from that movie. Want this to make Carol and recut too. it to be Carol too. Let's hope that's not their only scene amazing. together. <laughs> yeah, let's hope they have more than one scene. Just Doesn't them. matter if they look at each other for it's any amount takes. of time. That's all it takes. It's all it takes. They'll be shipping those characters, whoever <laughs> yes. they are. That's right. Well, listen, there's a movie coming out that we don't have to stretch. There's no shipping because it's real. Happiest season is in <laughs> production. It's happened. There's people. video of them walking around, pictures coming out. It's, it's happening. Happiest season. The pressure is on. They're in Pittsburgh. We want a lesbian movie. <laughs> yeah. Around the holidays. Yes. That's freaking fun. That we've always dreamed of. And listen, it looks me, fun from what I've seen. Let me tell you a little bit about this movie. No, this is all good. This is all good things. So it's starring, unless you, in case you've never heard of this podcast before, <laughs> it's starring Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. And let me, re, I'm going to read you like the sort of the byline, okay? Happy season follows a woman, Stewart, who plays, <laughs> who plans to propose, who, who's, I can do this, guys, whose plan to propose to her girlfriend, Davis. While at her family's annual holiday party is upended when she discovers her partner hasn't yet come out to her conservative parents. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Mackenzie Davis plays the girl with the conservative parents. Kristen Stewart plays a girl who wants to propose to her. And her uh, the, f- the conservative parents are played by none other than Mary Steenburgen. Oh, I love her. And Victor Garber. Oh yay! Uh, There's also um, I'm already on board. One of my favorite actors at the moment. I'm already shipping them. He's kind of my man crush. Together in the movie, Dan Levy is in this movie. Do you know who Dan Levy is? No, Schitt's Creek. Yes, Uh, I love him. Young Levy. Yeah. Young Levy. Is he really a son? Yes. Yeah, they're really father. Yeah, watch the show and you'll well, see. I've well, I've seen him. I, I knew he looked just like him, is, but I didn't know he was his he actual son. He's adorable. He's hilarious. I love him so much. So he's in this movie. Allison Brie, who was in Oh, uh, I love her. Yes. She's in Glow. And, and yes. Community. Not just Glow. Oh, community. I didn't know that. That was her original. Nice. Claim to fame. And she is brilliant in Community. Well, what do you feel about Aubrey Plaza? Oh, jeez. <laughs> They're all in this movie. They're all in this movie. I love it so much already. Oh my God. I'm on board. Thank you, Happiest Season. You're on the right track. Thank you, Clea Duvall. And we have a release date. Oh. November 25th, 2020. So next season. Next next We're all going together this year. All right. And there's also, there's photos. So there's video of them like filming a scene, running across. (laughs) Yeah, just running across the street. It's nothing very Uh, exciting. And there's, I have a photo here. So here's, I'm making a prediction. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie's hair is terrible. So this is what I think happens. Her, so she comes from a conservative family, uh-huh. ah. and something happens, and like Kristen Stewart's girl's like, "Hey, babe, what do you do? You got to <laughs> This is. I wish you guys could see this. And so, as like sort of a there's way zooming, and when, there's when she finally becomes the person she knows mm-hmm. she is, she's mm-hmm. gonna have a really super gay haircut. Mm-hmm. She's gonna look super hot. Of course, that's my prediction. Yeah. But I like though. your version, Kat. You like mine? I do. Hey, um, hey guys. I love you. Mackenzie Davis. <laughs> Just I be- love you, Kristen Stewart. Yes. That was hot. <laughs> Looks like the- <laughs> 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 
<laughs> looks like they're in an ice rink. If the movie's half that right? good. Is that yeah. like a, <laughs> oh, right. yeah. It's an ice rink. Skating oh. And there were two other people in the picture, but they yeah, were cropped been, out. They've been, I don't remember I, they who they were. I didn't do that. Let's do it. That, no, I, found, were, right. I found it this I did way. see the full picture somewhere, but I didn't pay attention. To <clears throat> anyway, I'm so excited about this movie. And so it is It is being called a rom-com. Yes. So like legitimately right. a rom-com. It's not going to be sad. Nobody's going to fuck the, uh, well, <laughs> Nobody's going to die. It's not going to be like ridiculous drama. No, if no. you hire Dan Levy and Aubrey, Pro- yeah. Aubrey yeah. Plaza, it's right. comedy. Come on. That's comedy. Because I just think of Imagine Me and You, and that was just one of my favorites. It is just like along the same lines. Yes. It is a total rom-com. We need this. Yeah. This is so exciting. All right. Good times. <laughs> uh hey Pressure's guys really on happiest Bef- season i know Ooh. but better be good <laughs> i think it's clea duvall's first uh writing directing mm. feature experience so okay i'm sure it's gonna good be, luck. It's gonna We're be all, great we are fully behind you we are so rooting for you clea don't mess it up don't <laughs> do not mess it up i feel good about it i feel good about it it's gonna be great uh hey guys we're going to purgatory she nerds out presents live from Purgatory. Purgatory. Oh. Okay, so uh, you know, the show's back in production. Winona Earp. I should yeah, probably clarify that. Know. I should always <laughs> clarify that. Hey guys, let's talk about Winona Earp. So there's a new interview uh, with Emily Andrus, who's the showrunner and creator of the show. In the Calgary Herald, it's a very well-known <laughs> it's a big paper. publication. <laughs> so to ce- <laughs> maybe in oh. Calgary, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Uh, to celebrate the show coming back into production, Emily sat down with this reporter and talked about all kinds of interesting things. So if you want to read the article, you should. But if you re- if you haven't read it, or if you have read it, you may have missed something. Uh oh. So do you guys remember? And we talked about it when Hallmark Channel made that really stupid decision to pull those. I forget the name of the company, but it was a yes. two women, same sex wedding. And they're like, oh, this is not what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Some, some other, some Christian group freaked Quote, out. Quote, one million moms. That's right. Unquote. So it's really not the only ads moms. and everybody was really upset. Um, and so as a joke, uh, Emily was tweeting like, you know, funny, like, uh, I'm, the, you know, Lifetime, I'm going to make the uh, a funny, you know, gay movie, whatever. And so she, she actually comments it comments about it in this article when the hallmark channel bowed to anti-lgbtq groups in the u.s by removing a commercial involving a same-sex wedding in december andrus tweeted about her desire to create an lb lgbtq plus christmas movie which quickly gained traction online and this is her quote i just think the market is rife for an lgbtq christmas movie she says i was sort of joking around on twitter and without saying too much some networks have definitely expressed some interest so we might be seeing a emily andrus this it's gonna be be the best christmas ever so excited (laughs) if anybody's gonna do it i'd like for it yeah i i am so there for that let's hope it's not just a a wish and a prayer. It's Hollywood. It, it, there's just so many things that could go wrong, that could get in the way. I just hope, you know, whatever little ducks have to fall into their little rows. Sure. I feel like this is I the year, though. People are going to really want to be that network. So. That yeah, sure. out there. And if they yeah. can use somebody that's a real LGBTQ. She has <laughs> I mean, built-in fans already. Right. Oh, yeah. Advocate huge, that huge has fan a base. fan base already. It'd be huge. I mean, yeah. 
It'll be, be great. in their best interest to follow so, through. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Crossing fingers. All right. There well, you go. You've got our support, Emily, <laughs> if you need it. You're welcome to come on our show, Emily, and promote. <laughs> Don't joke. This. It's my plan. Film. I, yes. Mark my words, ladies. Uh oh. By, let's see. Hmm. What, what deadline should I give myself? She's coming on the show. 2025? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I would say by the end of uh, 2020. Oh, she will be on the show. that is a bold prediction. I'm That's a saying, bold I, statement. I believe in you, Kat, because you, you are a really great creative person <laughs> and just so amazing. Wow. I'm really saying, you know, in so fair. many ways. Hmm. And I feel like, <laughs> if, uh, not that, like, oh, if anybody could get Emily, you could. No, it's because you're such a personable person Thank and you. that you are very genuine and. Um, would it would be a lot of fun. Thanks, Tara. Yeah, because you make it fun for myself, and I think I could speak for Wendy here. That would be really <laughs> awkward. That this has been really fun for both of us, and I, I don't feel like it's that bold of a prediction because hmm. I, you know, I, I have every confidence in you, and that you are the driving force behind this show. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm making this really sappy right now. But I'm fine I, with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate very that. Grateful to you and Thank all the you. things that you That's do to make nice. this show really fun. So. It's very sweet. Cat <laughs> just had a moment. Yes, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, that was the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Oh wow. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I have a, <laughs> I put down a list of people I want on the show this this year. She's on the list. Hmm. I want to see the rest of the list now. I guess it's a surprise. Well, anyway, as anything's possible, it's all I'm saying. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's the end of the news. Bet the new nerd news. We're gonna move on. Some good news. To this new segment you just come up with. It's Tara's hot takes. (laughs) Literally, we just came up with this. So Tara, this is. Uh, maybe the first take. I don't know. I guess I've you had some official. Tics. Official. You have takes. Oh, okay, I have takes. I do. <laughs> so, I have opinions. So season one of uh, L Word Generation Q is officially finished. Right? They, the finale was last weekend. Yes. And yes. you've watched the entire series, the ho- whole season. Yes. Tell yes. us. Tell us what we've missed. Tell us the good, the bad, the not so good. Well, you know what's going on on the L word. The good, the bad, and the not so good. <laughs> the, the horrible, <laughs> the crappy, the really good. Lots right. of sex. I hope. <laughs> of course, that is <laughs> all I'm watching for. Really. Uh, no, you know. Okay. Um, I was. Re- I'm really. You know. I. I love the L word. I think it's a really important show, and I really enjoyed it. You know, it's great. Season. Yeah. And it's been, I've seen it described as sort of the Game of Thrones for lesbians. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Interesting. Where, okay. you know, and I like okay. the fact that Showtime released it weekly. So you kind of, yeah, you know, you got to wait. And on the app, it, you know, it's not like a certain time that it was released. Because on the app, you could really watch it on Sunday. Really, any at day, any time. Anytime. Anytime. Okay. Yeah. But it was still fun to at least have to really, the you know, the anticipation. And they did a really great job of introducing these new characters and this storyline where Bette is running to be mayor of L.A. Right. So, of course, like we've discussed already in a previous episode, it takes a certain suspension of reality, just like any show does, that, you know, again, in the same way these characters 
Uh, many of them are very affluent. They're right. very they're living a different lifestyle in LA than many do. Yeah, and they're trying to give us these characters that supposedly are all sharing like a one bedroom apartment in Echo Park yeah. because it's mostly fa- uh, set on the east side of LA, which is really Silver Lake's really cool area. Silver Lake Echo Park. Um, Very hipstery part of hipstery, town. Yeah, yeah, versus the west side of LA where the original right. Edward like Santa was. Monica yeah, which is something. cool to me because I am more familiar with the east side of LA myself. Right. Um, so, and again, they're they're trying to sell us on. Well, now we've got these uh, characters um, sharing this one bedroom in Echo Park, which I'm looking at. I'm like, wow, that's a really nice one bedroom. <laughs> Where'd they get that? It's huge. And I'm like, where are all these people? Where do they sleep? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they never, like, are, they're in the same, like, common area together, but you never, like, and I'm like, maybe, maybe it's more than one bedroom, but huh. it's a really nice apartment, but we're trying to, you know, um, so two, the two main, kind of like the, well, Bet, um, Jessica Beals and then Alicia Haley. Right. Jennifer Beals? Jennifer, Jessica Beals. <laughs> Jessica Beals is not on this show. It's that other one. <laughs> no, it's the other one. <laughs> Um and Leisha Haley and oh uh Kate Moaning yes it's yeah moaning, so they're so. Th- from the original they're on the show yeah and then we set up with all these new characters um we kind of have like a new Bet and Tina esque couple hmm. um that are uh, they get engaged over the course of the season right and um you know we, we kind of see their progression so there's a lot happening you know and and they're all interconnected just like in the original so. This new Bet and Tina type couple, one now works for Bet's mayoral campaign, okay. and then the um, the other half of the couple works uh, for Alicia Haley's for uh, on her new talk show, which of course um, <laughs> ha- is like all about gay women issues, and um, they're trying to to the producers are trying to force it to be more like hip and or you know trying to more. Uh, trying to get like viral videos on there and right. a little more like Ellen tabloid-esque. Kinda. Yeah, you yeah. know, kind of that sort of thing. But she wants to keep it real and more hard-hitting issues. And so there's that whole back and forth the whole season. Mm. So skipping forward. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, so the original, were there were rumors um, that Sarah Shahi would be back. Oh, yeah. And then she was not back. Um, and it turns out that Shane's character is married. Okay, and yeah, it's kind of this reveal that you know she's married, but she served with divorce papers. Right, that's that's like the, one of the first episodes, right? Yes, yeah. And then over the course of the season, spoilers, yes, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> if you have not seen it, um, skip. skip. Yeah, ahead. skip. <laughs> Let's hold on. Well, pause. All oh. 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 <laughs> Was that on purpose? Or, no. <laughs> Poor Rose trying Whoa. to get off the couch, buddy. <laughs> buddy, okay, what you okay? he's a big black what lab. Are you doing? If you don't he said he got a little stuck. No, oh. <laughs> he's like, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Go little, back mommy. to your show. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, I forgot where it was. <laughs> uh, uh, the Shane and the pregnant no, di- wife. Divorce. Divorce. Uh, okay, divorce yes. papers. Divorce papers. So yes, she's been served divorce papers. So then a few episodes later. This uh, now ex-wife, because she signed mm. the papers, is okay. now back. Mm. And she, Kiara, and she says, essentially, I'm pregnant, not by a man. <laughs> she, this was her plan. It's Shane's and she, baby. <laughs> it's not Shane's baby. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but if anybody could do <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean. Right, right. 
So, but she comes back in Shane's life and she says, look, I wanted to give you the option to be divorced. I don't want, I don't want to obligate you to be in on this. This mm. pregnancy is my dream. Wow. But then Shane says, you know, and, oh, she goes on and on about to Shane about how, you know, I, you know, I want you to be with me. I don't want you to feel obligated to this baby. I don't need you to be this baby's father. Um, so, you know, she, to that effect. Did she say that? Yeah. You know, father? essentially, I don't need you to be like, pretend like you, I don't need like a father to this baby. I don't need, you know. Interesting. And so Shane said, well, okay, well, I do want to be with you and I want to be s- supportive, uh, you know, as much as I can to mm-hmm. this. So she's like, says I'm, in, I'm in, hmm. you know, I'm, you know, even though. Kiara has made it very clear that that is she wants to be with Shane, but she served her divorce papers just because she didn't want her to be obligated. Okay, okay, okay. to the baby, to the baby. So, <laughs> um, fast forward. I'm I have a point here. No, you're doing good. So there's a lot <laughs> of different storylines going on. <laughs> um, so Alice's show is in uh, on the bubble of being canceled. She kind of has to come up with this oh boy. something big to really make it you know to really get to that next season yeah um and i i do have to say there's not many male characters you know Mm. really main characters obviously on the show but the few that they do they're really portraying them um the heterosexual male characters Mm -hmm. i would say villains but definitely (laughs) chauvinistic there's not really many like good uh, guys ally you know just like good dudes because even on Alice's show, she is forced by the male, hetero male executive to work with another hetero male, you know, guy, producer that guy. producer guy. Yeah. But you know what? The producer guy is like trying to help her out. Like he's definitely a producer guy. Hmm. But he, to me, he wasn't being, you know, he was just like, let's think of some new ideas. Let's, you know, they want to take this in different direction. So let's work together. You know, I want to work with you. I, you know, I have some ideas, but, you know, let's see what we can do together yeah. to like do something different because this is the position they have put you in. I'm mm. here to help you. Mm. Um, but they're kind of trying to paint him to be like, oh, this this guy that's trying to take over. And but I, I don't know. So you I felt that felt a little it. forced to me. Okay. Um, I felt like that could have been done a little bit differently. Um, so, and in the end, they just kind of, he just kind of went away. He, he just kind of goes away. <laughs> you know, he's really trying to push this viral video that they need. They need this viral content to make her show, yes. you know. But again, that's coming from the top, right? So got he, it. again, approaches Alice and says, essentially, like, look, we we got to do this. What, let's, you know, I, I want your input. Like, what can we do? And she just kind of, like, shuts him down. She's hmm. like, I'm going to do, and I, you know. So then she does this big speech about, how she's going to go out fighting and this is her their last show. They're going to do what they want to do, yeah. you know. Um, so then instead of some of the suggestions that producer guy gives, you know, she's like, no, get me Roxanne Gay. And she wants Roxanne Gay on the show and she wants to do all these things that she's doing. Um, so I'm just going to follow Alice's storyline right to the end. So sure. <laughs> let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Alice has become part of a uh, what they call a thruple. Oh, boy. Where and it's the best kind of thruple where Alex and or Alice and her girlfriend of two years they're not um, married. No, they okay. are not. Um, okay. Now her girlfriend has an ex-wife, right, and children together. Yes, right. But the they all got together. Is, no, no, don't spoil hey, it. I was getting. I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> of course, the ex-wife is super hot. Yeah, sure. Super cool. 
and they all get drunk oh one night at oh my Shane's goodness. new gay club because Shane op- Shane's uh, open. She bought the yeah, bar. She bought the bar. Yeah, she makes coming. it like the old, like uh, uh, lesbian club. Nice. Um, so that part's cool. Again, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things on the show. Of I course, know. Shane f's the another person's lady, and sure, that, yeah. oh, that of course they both work at the club together smart. with her. Yeah, of course. Very so smart. anyway, back to Alice. <clears throat> Alice has her own drama. Uh, <laughs> you know, I found the show. It's it's entertaining. Of okay, yeah. that, that it is so what it is. If you're looking, and I'll get back to this later. If you're looking for realistic les- uh, representation of lesbian life in Los Angeles, this is in it. <laughs> this is a soap opera it's not why you for watch our entertainment. Yeah. Yes, and I'll come back to that. Um, so Alice is in a thruple now after it's a really called night. a thruple yeah they a make a point to, to call say it a thruple. thruple they make it a joke like okay a running joke thruple yeah, they thruple. Got it. thruple and yes they all they all hook up okay. okay they all have a hookup sure yeah that's one thing but then the next day they decide hey this might be good this could be good for us and our kids might get on board <laughs> now they can just have Three. Mommy and ex-mommy together, plus Alice. They like Alice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's just Why take not? our time telling people, but this could work. Now we all we could all live in the same house and, huh. you know, whatever. So, of course, all is hunky-dory until the Alex's girlfriend and ex-wife hook up without, without a- Alice yeah, there. That's the yes. problem. Thrupple's never oh, there. Yeah. I mean, well, you, know, you know, listen, we've all we been. We won't say never. We've all, never say we've never. Have we? Thrupple. Have we? We all know they never were. So, you know, uh, then fast forward to Alice's last show with Roxanne Gay. Huh. And it, Should I know who guy, Roxanne Gay is? I've heard the name, but I know, um, I've heard the name, but I was watching it with my with my friend Angie, and we were looking at each other like we felt like this? bad. You know, she's she's queer. You know, I'm lesbian queer. Whatever, don't sure. put a label on us, okay? <laughs> but we're like, are we bad queer people? We don't know who Roxanne Gay, so we kind of had this struggle. Like, of course, Roxanne Gay. Of course, yes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This I don't person? know who that is. Yes, that's her. Okay. And I, I'm not yeah. saying, like, um, yeah, she was great on the show. I, I, and I am very interested in learning more. And I don't mean to sound, you know, like, a, uh, you know, too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Casual or, impar- you know, like, I, I'm, I don't sound <laughs> no. too thruple about no. it. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't know. But they made, they kept playing it up. Like, we the whole season, they kind of actually put a teaser at the front. Like, she wanted Roxanne Gay to begin with at the, be- the beginning of the season. But okay. the hetero CEO guy shut her down and said, no, we don't want that crap. We hmm. want viral videos and, you know, uh, fun stuff or Got whatever. It. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. So at the end, okay. so she comes on. Um, and then, but then they sort of play up Roxanne the whole time. And then mid-interview, it kind of shifts. Like Alice starts to make it all about her. She starts talking about the throuples oh, that boy. she was in and how it went <laughs> wrong. And then Roxanne turns from this. You know, she is like telling a very, a uh, very smart story. She's, you know, and, and then it kind of turns into Alice's therapy session, essentially saying, "Whoa." You know why I was in this room didn't work. <laughs> and then Roxanne's like, "What? You're in a, what? you know." And then, of course, okay, soap opera, okay, this is what it is. Then her girlfriend shows up oh. to the set. On live TV. filming. Yeah. Because mm. they can't read tape During that. filming. And uh, 
she walks, she's like, you know, she's talking about, um, Alice is talking to Roxanne about it. And then she gets to a point where she's like, you know, and she's like, how do you leave it? Or I don't know. I'm probably getting this all wrong, but mm. something to the effect of, you know, well, I don't know. She wanted to be with her ex-wife. You know, they, they hooked up and then, you know, and then I saw them later and they just wanted to be, that was just their method to them being back together. Right. Mm. And then Uh-oh. spotlight oh. on to the, to the girlfriend <laughs> oh boy. in the crowd walking forward. Yeah. I'm here. You're the one I want to be with. I only want to be with you. Oh. And then on live TV. On well, quote live, <laughs> well, whatever it is. You know. Yeah, they said, keep keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> keep rolling. This is the viral video we're looking for. But it's organic, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. So that happened. Is that like sort of is that like the big kind of uh was that like was that built up to you? Do you feel like that was like one of the big pivotal mm. moments? Like we've been building towards this one thing? No. Okay. <laughs> there was another thing it was supposed to be building to that was really also hard for me to okay. get behind. Okay. So the Bet and Tina couple. Right. The new Bet and Tina. Yes. Which is Danny and Sophie. Okay. Okay. So the whole season kind of leading up to Danny and Sophie engaged. Right. They're planning their wedding. Danny's father keeps getting in the way. He's mm. he's, he's the rich guy, right? Super rich. Supportive, but he okay. wants to be control every aspect of it. And okay. you know, so um there's issues and Danny is very busy with Bet's campaign and just mm-hmm. always there and not really very attentive to Sophie. Okay. Meanwhile, Sophie's grandmother has an accident and she's very sick and Danny just doesn't have time and she's busy with Bet. It's the election night and all this. So for the uh, about four, three or four episodes fo- up to preceding the finale, mm-hmm. you they really are pushing this whole Danny and Sophie are having issues and... Danny is not, um, you know, very responsive to Sophie's needs or wants, that sort of thing, right? Mm. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Finley is very, very uh, attuned to Sophie's needs. She's kind of like the fun, goofy friend, right? Exactly. So she is kind of like, I want to say kind of like the the newest Shane that's pushing it. She's not by any means, but she's not really cool. She's kind of like, dorky she doesn't have the swag. She's, she's dorky. Yeah, yeah I, like her, I like her. I like her character too. a lot. Um, <clears throat> and so her and Sophia were already friends. They've been friends for a while. They live together in right. the Echo Park apartment, sure. right? <laughs> um, and uh, because it's so Danny, Sophie, um, Finley, and Micah that right. live together in this small Echo Park apartment. Got it. So. <laughs> So Finley's always there for Sophie in her time of need. They're kind of growing. They kind of have, I don't even say like a flirtation, just like they're growing closer, but they've been friends for a long time. But they really, really don't have any inkling of this until maybe three episodes prior, right? Okay. So you kind of see this coming a little bit. (laughs) And you're like, what? Why it seems forced. It seemed forced to me. Yeah. I didn't see the chemistry that they they I feel like they wanted us to feel. Yes. Because because Sophie is getting very upset at Danny and rightfully she's got going through a lot of stuff. And then Danny is very stressed between her father and this she's trying to help Bet win. It's very stressful. There's so many things going on yeah. with Bet's side, right? And she's just she's working a lot, right? So she's 
very upset. And this is over, I don't know, a matter of weeks, like uh, maybe a couple months. Um, Hmm. And it just gets to this point where they're trying to paint Danny to be this like totally bad guy. I just don't bad guy. And she's not. And it's to me, I almost was getting a little angry at Sophie to be like, hey, like give her, she's going through a lot of stuff and this is not the end all be all of your relationship. Let's just take a step back and give her the benefit of the doubt, this Mm -hmm. person that you want to marry and this person you want to be with, you Mm -hmm. know? And uh, yeah, she's not being the most supportive right now and I'm not trying to make any excuses for her, but like we don't need to make her out to be the bad guy. Right. But they do. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, and they're almost trying to paint this whole, uh, f- not a flirtation, but a chemistry between Danny and Bet going, right? Oh. So it's kind of like a, there's all, almost this will they, won't they, Danny, Bet thing, but in no way is it inappropriate, right? Okay. However, Finley, Sophie gets inappropriate. Got it. First, they kiss. Oh, boy. And that's one thing. Afterwards, Finley is very good. You know, she goes up and she says, look, I'm so, you know, I'm so sorry that happened. You know, I... I, I'm, you know, Danny is one of my best friends too. We all live together. I want, you know, I don't want to get in the way of this. So we, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Mm. You know, meanwhile, you, you know, you can tell, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on about this. Know. You can tell Sophie is kind of on, on, you know, she's like, okay, but she's still thinking about it, you oh, know? Yeah. And that's where it just really felt forced to me. And mm. I just felt like, because Finley's going through some stuff where she doesn't feel like she's really into this other girl. But she just doesn't feel like she's in a place where she can be with this other person hmm. so she's got it's like something else going on and she really needs to find herself and she's not really in a place to start some thing with sophie and right. when this other like her dramatic friends right yeah so <clears throat> uh so finley gives her a clear out in the most genuine way it's hmm. not like a you know oh i'm saying this but i don't really mean this it's like very genuine hmm. but then st- they take it to the next level who and again, the next uh, level? I'm gonna Sophie. Oh. Finley is in a room. Oh, Sophie boy. walks in and closes the door. Oh, boy. And Finley is like, "Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> are you sure you want this?" This is uh, uh. <laughs> that's a very good impersonation. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and she they go, yeah, they, she goes for it. Yeah, we and see they it. they do it. Oh boy, they have intercourse. Whoa, yes, oh. they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, and then it's like, I can't root for that because they're trying no. to paint Dan. I'm like, this is, and even the chemistry Not between justified. them, they don't build it up enough to be like, we're just meant to be, you know, and like we have, there's not enough different, <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't feel, it, forced. it felt forced yeah. to me. And it just almost felt like Sophie was being the selfish one because she knows that Finley's in this place where she's trying she's to work on herself. Her. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it felt a little weird. I couldn't get behind it at all. Huh. Um, so then, ap- you know, uh, it gets to a point where essentially Finley's like, look, I got to take some time. I got to get out of LA. I need to go back to Missouri. I need to get my head right. Mm. She's like, I'm leaving tonight. Like I, what happened? I feel so bad. It shouldn't, ha- you know, I got to go. I got to get out of here. Like, I can't believe I did this. You know, I'm going to go. So she goes to the airport. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, <laughs> Danny has approached, you know, like uh, the night before to Sophie to say, hey, let's just screw my dad. Let's just go and get married in Hawaii. You've always wanted to go to Hawaii. I'm so sorry I haven't been here for you. Like, you're going through so much. Mm. Like, you wanted to always go to Hawaii. Let's just go. Let's just go and get married. 
do you want to go and get married with me? Giving her the perfect opportunity to be like, look, I'm not feeling there's like a right. lot of things. I'm just not feeling this. <laughs> we gotta talk. She doesn't even have to tell her the whole thing. She could just be like, you know what? No, I need to. She could just at least be like, no, I want to wait to get married. Right. right? We need to maybe go there's to like some a million therapy. things she could have said. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, but no, she's like, okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. It's Hawaii. Right. Be a fun trip. I mean, I have like, always wanted to go to Hawaii. Oh my God. <laughs> so again, that makes it very hard to get behind anything else Sophie's really got yeah, going like, why on. You know, she, then why, yeah, like why she give she... again, Finley gave her a total out, out. Yeah. And Danny just gave her the opportunity to really come clean or just say no even yes. if you don't want to fully tell the whole just say no, no. i want to wait no i don't want to look i want to wait for my family to be there you know that she has Something. reasons yeah. right and um uh, so the the cliffhanger spoiler alert <laughs> is so now she's agreed to go to hawaii and finley is going to missouri and of course they are leaving at the same time from the same so airport. sophie Runs to the airport. She's running through the terminal. Danny is sitting at one gate to go to Hawaii. Mm. Finley is sitting at another gate to go to Missouri. Who (laughs) does she want to follow? She runs and runs. And you see her at the gate and she's like looking up. And then bam, that's the end. So you don't know where she went. End of the season. Yep. Who do you feel like, who do you think she's going to pick? I honestly don't know. And honestly, part of me doesn't care because (laughs) I was so. That sucks. I was just really disappointed that that was the thing. Like, and of course, Bet loses the campaign and there's a lot that Uh, goes into that. And I, I, hmm. her performance, um, Jennifer Beals. (laughs) Yes. Beal. Beals? Beals. Beals. Okay, there's a Beal and it does there's so many. Jennifer Beals. Thank Names you. Names are hard. I know her Tara. name. I'm no cat. I'm so sorry that I you have so much pressure on you, I know. Um uh so she is wonderful. And oh, her good. daughter, the girl that plays her daughter is amazing. Nice. Um Angie, her yeah, the character of Angie is so great, and their bond is so amazing. And then mm. Tina shows back Yay. up, and it's so great. And then it's heartbreaking for Bet because you know she still wants to be with Tina, and Tina is there to tell her she's engaged to somebody else. Whoa, uh, it is, yeah. But you know, it, but oh, the, huh. their relationship is so good, man. The, the original three were really what pushed the season, which made nice. it for me like I wanted to keep, I wanted to follow their story. Awesome. Um. And the other stories were were good, but that that's why it just felt so random to me toward the end that yeah. Sophie and Finley had because I really wanted Finley to actually like work on herself and get back with this other girl she was into. Yeah, that ended up being a a, mini- a minister. I think she was a mm. minister. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. And she Finley had a whole side storyline about her struggle mm. with uh, with her Catholic faith and the wow. things that have happened with her and okay. her yeah and Christianity. It was very interesting. And then it just kind of took this, it felt like an oddball turn to me. Um, and I felt like there were probably other characters that she could have had uh, something, I don't know, something organically grow from. But it was just, it felt a little weird to me. Hmm, that's too bad. It felt unhealthy for Finley. And yeah. the, the life, in the, in the place in life that she's at, it felt unhealthy for, you know, for her to hmm. be getting into the middle of that. Right. And it, yeah. 
Usually so, on shows like uh, that, I mean, I'm rooting for choices. her to pick Danny <laughs> and then go come clean to her and tell her how she uh, what's going on. Yeah. Sounds like you're that's a little invested. I'm, that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm invested for sure. Hmm. It. I enjoyed it. Now there were things that, some things that bothered me, but just like any. Okay, I watch Grey's Anatomy. And there's plenty of things that bothered me <laughs> on that show. Okay. Sure. But that's what keeps you invested that like, I can't believe she did that. This, what? Uh, you know. Right. Not everything has to make sense for me or, sure. make, you know, but it, it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Oh, good. You know, but. Did it remind you of the original series? Oh, yeah, definitely. Similar vibe? I mean, if the original three weren't in there, not <clears throat> at all. I mean, it would, but it would not work for me at uh, all. I you- think it was a really well done way that they they really meshed the generations or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and I really, I really liked how they did address the fact that when Shane goes to this bar, she's like, this used to be a gay bar, right? And they're like, oh yeah. It was because there are zero lesbian bars in Los Angeles right now. Zero, none, no, no lesbian bars. And they referenced that on the show, hmm. you know, oh yeah, no, there's no lesbian. So she bought the bar mm. and turned it back into a lesbian. There are none. Are there? <laughs> I've read no cat. She's looking at me like no. I'm trying to think. That I'm can't be right. There's not. They've they've tur- they've gone to essentially doing like if there's lesbian nights or ladies nights or whatever you want to call them at certain gay bars or different I random. Don't bar. And now they're doing like a um, pop up bars, mm. pop up lesbian bars. But there's not a dedicated lesbian That's bar. Insane because um, Oxnard Inn and Oxwood. Oxwood. Thank you, yeah. Oxnard. Oxwood Inn, thank you. I'm not very good at names. Myself. Um, closed. Right. And then Moonshadow. What Moonshadow's used to be gone. is now something else, which is very the, lesbian friendly and gay friendly. Yeah, but the they're o- not. It's the other door, right? The other door. Now. I guess we yeah. don't have to say the name. But. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, there used to be Girl Bar. We used to have Girl Bar. Like, right. Literally a Girl Bar. It was probably the biggest lesbian bar in LA yep that's too bad yeah now we have one night at yeah. certain places Sucks. every once in a while mm-hmm. hmm. yeah so um, Shane Shane was doing her part <coughs> yeah Shane les- did her part bar. yes yeah. I like that little <laughs> part they put in there I like that <laughs> um, but that leads us to the end where Shane um, essentially her um, ex-wife ends up having a miscarriage it's you know very it's uh, horrible. Yeah, it's a it's a very um, of course um, dramatic sequence sequence mm. and um, and at the end you know Shane has been very supportive through this entire process and you can tell she, you know she um, there's a sequence where she and Kiara go to the uh, OBGYN to hear the patients or to hear the to hear the um, baby's heartbeat. Aww. And they hear the heartbeat, and Kiara is really excited. And Shane's just kind of like, you know, she's not feeling it. And mm-hmm. she has had this conversation with um, Bet and Tina about when they first heard Angie's heartbeat and mm-hmm. how like overwhelmed with joy they were. But then she realized she's just not feeling that same joy. But she's still there for Kiara, and she still wants to be supportive. Hmm. And then this miscarriage ends up happening. And what happens is Kiara is like, I I know what that look is. That is relief. Oh, no. You know, that's relief that you don't, you know. And yeah. she said, I knew you weren't behind this. I knew you didn't want to be part of this. And part of me is thinking, well, she told you that. And you told went above and beyond to tell her 
that that's not what you wanted. You didn't want her to feel obligated hmm. to that. But then that's ends up splitting them up and that whole, and you know, Shane's very torn up about it. Hmm. Um, so that's that how her storyline ends, that Kiara is gone, gone, that, you know, they hmm. have effectively ended their relationship. So now, hmm. do you think Shane will, or uh, Carmen will come back? Well, funny you should say, so that kind of wraps up. There's a lot of storylines going on in that sure. show. That's that's a lot of talk, and I've already done about that. But Got it. I'll get to this Carmen issue. <laughs> the question is, yeah, Sarah Shahi, a beloved character, Carmen, indeed, on the original yes, word, very popular. Shane, Shane's true love. I feel like hmm. they always set it up like, man, the one that got away, Shane. Should have got her crap together and gone after her. Yeah. And then you hear, okay, well, then we heard she was going to be in the, the remake. Yeah. Right? And then she wasn't. Hmm. And all of a sudden, Shane's married to someone else. Now it hasn't. It's now they're not, they're not together. Right. So you're like, oh, was this what they were going for? <laughs> they're really building it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe season two, maybe. Maybe Carmen, season right? two. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, let's go through that, cat. Oh, because okay. <laughs> I was looking, and the same question was posed to the creator of the L Word Generation Q. Really? Yes. Marja Lewis. Now, it could be Marja Lewis. I don't know. Marja Lewis Ryan. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, not Eileen Chaikin, but she's credited as the creator, the original creator of the L Word. Got it. But um, the new. Um, showrunner of this show. Mm -hmm. uh, so she was asked by The Hollywood Reporter. Um, she said, Sarah Shahi told The Hollywood Reporter last January that uh, she would have a role uh, on the new L Word. Hmm. But she wasn't in season one. Will she have a role in the series going forward? Hmm. So they asked the creator this. Or and she runner. said... The current showrunner, right? The current. Okay. Yeah, current right. showrunner. Thank you. She said, I love Sarah Shahi. I loved Carmen on the original show. We are very interested in the ways in which casting has changed over time, and it is challenging for us to imagine a world in which a Persian, Persian actress is playing a Mexican-American. I'm not trying to crush anybody's dreams. My dreams are crushed, too. <laughs> I'm with all of you, but we are moving ahead in terms of representation. Hmm. So she answers that question... With not, uh, Carmen doesn't fit into the story. Right. Uh, we're moving in a different direction. Right. She answers it very directly with, we are very interested in the ways in which casting has changed. Yeah. Now, they made a big, um, you know, a big deal about how they want to cast a trans a trans character as a, with a, a trans person. Right. And that they want to cast more um, lesbian or bisexual uh, actors, act actors yeah. as the characters. Sure. Um, which is great. Um, so they did They did make an announcement about that. Mm. Um, so she is really highlighting, um, very interested in the ways in which casting has changed over time. And it is challenging for us to imagine a world in which a Persian actress is playing a Mexican American, right? Um, and and directly references we are moving ahead in terms of representation. Well, I um applaud her huh. um 
you know, uh, view Dedic- of this dedication, dedication to representation. Yeah, sure. Um, as a queer person, I definitely feel like we need more of it. Yeah. Uh, I, however, am not beholden to the idea that a queer character has to be a queer person in real life. Right. That um, I'm more interested in the story, I guess. Uh, and to me, um, for Carmen in particular, she is such a beloved, um, established character. Yeah. That it feels a little much for the for her ethnicity as an actor to now totally just uh, exclude her from the possibility of right. ever coming back on the show. To me, that feels like it hurts the show um, the more than it, than it than it helps it, or it hurts the the audience of the show mm-hmm. more than it helps it because. Um, if you if she is going to really highlight the the um, topic of representation, mm-hmm. and you're looking at some of the other actors on the show, such as Jennifer Beals playing right. a the main character, um, a lesbian woman who is not a lesbian She's woman, not. also Laurel Holloman, uh, Tina, also not a lesbian woman. She at one point identified as bisexual, but has recanted that and said, "I should have never." Um, oh identified as that you know even Leisha Haley said that I should have more said you know I had a I had a I had a experience with a woman and that and she hmm. said earlier in my 20s that made me think maybe I was bisexual but now I to me I deeply feel that I will not, I will not be with a woman hmm. so interesting that I don't feel comfortable identifying as that anymore so hmm. if she is going to what standard is she holding the representation to that she will allow other established characters um, to be on the show, but not, uh, you know, not Carmen. Why? What, what is, what's the standard that's dividing them? It sounds like a cop-out to me. Yes. It doesn't so, make any sense. You know, if she, I would have been perfectly fine if she just said, look, you know, it didn't, she didn't fit into the current story that we're, we're trying to do a retelling and take it in a different direction. That's fine, one thing. But to go and make such a very i don't want to say a big deal but she did she made it the the reasoning right very clearly that that's why carmen won't be back and then continues to say that she is just as crushed as the rest of us <laughs> her dreams but are you know crushed. what she's not she's she's in charge of the show yeah she should listen to the fans carmen is a beloved character you know if if you're going to really hold up this representation um, then you need to make a firm decision if you're gonna really hold it. it to that. You can't have it both ways. No, you can't. And is that really the hill that you that you want to die on? That you're really gonna put that dividing line up there because that's not what representation means to me. What's weird is that Shahi said she had a part on the show. Yeah. So what happened? You know, it makes me wonder if that's not the total reason. Shari's not coming back. Maybe, maybe she cost too much. Maybe she wanted that. to do. I can right. believe that too. I would be fine. Yeah. That's fine. I get it. We, so but we, to try, say we tried to, we tried to make she it work. Is a Persian, right? American instead of a Mexican American. Now we just can't possibly have that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, she's you already are, playing the character. You are exactly yeah. an established character. You know, and I can think of uh, one or two ways that they could uh, they could address that on the show. <laughs> they could, they could. <laughs> um, 
you know, you could either, yeah, you could either it, have her find out she's not really. Well, yeah, she was a doctor. She's me, it happens all the yeah, time. People a, do their DNA tests and find, oh my God, you know what? I, she's I thought it was this. But, yeah. Right. There's, there's ways to address that to also make a point like, look, we screwed up in the beginning and we make it different. We well, can make it. didn't screw up. Like, you, it was right. a different world. Right. She it was. was amazing as Carmen. You come out and say, you know, now things have changed. People's right. concerns are different. Their awareness is different. If we were casting now, we would try to exactly. find it. And Hispanic. we're going to address and would you, it. Would you only cast gay actors to play lesbians? Maybe. Do you do that too? How, right. Like you said, how far do you go? Where's the line? Right. As and do to, actors have to dis- know, disclose now if they're really gay or not? Like, right. where are we going to draw the line? Exactly. Like, what's weird? Do I, I have to it. be a certain <laughs> level of gay? <laughs> Prove like, that you're do gay. Do I have to be fully lesbian yeah. versus bisexual? And then do you need to know my sexual history if I've ever been with a man like when where do we draw the line what what right do you have to really tell me how if i'm gay enough to play your gay character yeah i feel like there's it there may have been other reasons that they didn't want to bring her back maybe they didn't like maybe she said oh yeah i'm gonna be a part of it and they're like we haven't decided that they didn't like her Hmm. saying things before they were ready to decide i you know or maybe that was just the only reason oh we just can't have this negative publicity on a show that's going for true honest representation whatever no. to have you're not but really. it's not true and honest if that's what they're really well, going for they're giving us characters that i enjoyed the show i felt like it represented a large gr- a group of lesbians but by no means did it represent all lesbians and right. it really left out a few very prominent mm. groups of lesbians that were completely neglected um so you really you can't you can't represent everyone you can't no you don't have to. No, nor do you, exactly. You don't have to. It's it, it sounds like a cop out. Yeah, and you know, and again, if they just if she just would have said the standard, we're going in a different direction. The end. Or we would have loved to, but we could make our schedule the schedule yep, work. The scheduling then right. But then Sarah could come out and say, Well, I don't know, I was free. Right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Just say we're taking right. it in a different direction. Yeah. So right. you can't say anything about that's that. That's true. It's that's, that's creative it. creative intent. But of the when show. you go and you're gonna make this your your stance on representation, right? That's just not right to me. Because they are way off and they're they're not they're not holding themselves to that same standard across the board. Yeah. That's my hot take <laughs> today. <laughs> I love that hot take. Yeah, that's too bad. That's weird. That's weird. We love you, Sarah, and we hope they put you on the show. Oh my God, that'd be so great. Yeah. Sarah's the, yeah. To me, the L word after Sarah came on, once I got a, you know, I didn't like her at first. Then oh I was like, God. this girl's pretty good. And then it became, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen on the show, but for me, it's the Carmen show. Just Let's thinking go. about the chemistry She's that Shane and and Carmen had on the show. Right. Oh my God. Pretty good. I, I mean, it's so good. And <laughs> that's what it, what's what matters to me. Like that's representing like a, like a true love. Now I don't need them to be gay in real life. Right. If I feel Doesn't, that chemistry and the story is good, that's what matters to me. Right. Doesn't take away or add to no. the story. If you know their actual, the act, the sexuality or, or the ethnicity of the actors. No. And you know what? To top that off, I don't think the L words had a bigger, you know, she's been very outspoken with the L word and what it meant to her and the people that have come up to her after awesome. she was on L word. Yeah. She talked a lot about it. Yes. Like when, when Root and Shaw took off, you know, I saw her do a lot of interviews and it almost became like a, 
like uh, a joke in fans of like Sarah Shahi. Well, I was on the L word because they were talking about you know <laughs> the whole thing, and so she and she would talk She's about all the people that it, came up you know? to her and, and and said things and how it cha- helped them and and uh, yeah, so she was very supportive of the community of the show of hmm. what it did yeah. for people, She's and then you just say ally. you know sorry, yeah, just you're not you're not uh, completely accurate to the character now, so we can't have you back. Yeah, mm. and just like another one of our favorite shows, well, Xena. Both also not lesbians. As far as we know, very straight. And, yes. And um, Winona Earp. Sure. Kat Burrell and, and Dom. Yeah. Right. Not well, les- but no, it's the- but I will say uh, in an interview over the summer, Kat Burrell said she's been attracted to both men and women. So she kind of okay. outed okay. out herself as bisexual. That's fine. Yeah. But if she's paying, playing a staunchly lesbian, lesbian character, character, then where do we draw the line? Exactly. You know? And so no, again, and, and, it's the chemistry honestly, it's none of my business. and it's the story and exactly that. It's, it's none, none of, of our damn business. business. Yep. What people do in their private lives, they shouldn't have to qualify themselves with that. I feel like there's laws against that actually. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Goodness. All right. Do we know? Is it coming back for season it two? It is. It's already renewed. Oh, and I'm very that. glad about that. Oh, good. There's still time to bring Sarah back. <laughs> There's always time. Yep. Maybe this is all just a big, big ruse and then she's Ooh, really coming so. back. It's like I they're throwing so. us off the scent. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. When is it supposed to come back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime. I don't think they even know. They have, I don't know if they said In the yet. future. Yeah, around the same all time, right. Nick. Around December. All right, cool. There you go. We'll see. Wait and see. We'll, we'll be on Shahi Watch. Yes. I'm always yes. on. I never leave Shahi, Shahi Watch. Watch so <laughs> that radar is always up. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you, Tara. Thank you for for the uh, the L word update and the controversy. I love it. Are people like kind of talking about this? I don't know. I don't know. How you, do you feel, do you, listeners out there? Do you feel like you need a gay character to be played by a gay person of the same level of gayness that they are playing on the show? And where do you draw the line? So please tell us. I'm very interested to know if yeah. I'm alone here, or, or I, I want to know your views on this. Yeah, let us know. And you know, someone someone wrote us an email uh, recently, and I think I'm going to read it right now. We got another email, guys. Woo! From a new person. What? (laughs) Uh, So this this email reads, hi, guys. Actually, sorry. Hey, guys. Hey. Thank you for a wonderful podcast. I listen to you every morning when I get ready for work. I I like the feel of the podcast. It's like when I'm sitting with my best friends talking about nerdy things. Aw. That's what we're we're going for. Hmm. Uh, She says, one of my favorite... This is Tina, by the way. She says, one of my favorite TV shows growing up was Sequest. Have, oh. have you seen it? Yes. If you have, what did you think? Uh, what did you think of it? Steven Spielberg was one of the show's executive producers. Have a great day. Lots of love from Sweden. Tina, I'm not going to say your last name because I, I, I do not want to uh, mispronounce it. I'm going to say Tina from Sweden. Thank you so much. So, Tara, did you watch Sequest? I did. And Tina, R.I.P. Jonathan Brandis. Oh, that's right. Sequest. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Sequest. And I did watch it. I don't know how that's, much I could really discuss it. But that's growing awesome. up, I love Sequest. It was one of those, like, it, it reminds me of, of Stargate in a lot of ways. It just mm. had that same vibe. Um, uh, yeah, and it actually it makes me, I, where did I see? I saw it um, in syndication somewhere on, uh, like, uh, oh. I don't think it was a sci-fi channel. It was some random channel. And I thought, that's so cool, Sequest. And it made me want to go back. So that's a great, that would be a really fun one to go back and watch. watch. Because 
I mean, I haven't seen it in <laughs> since I don't since junior high or high school. It's it's been a while, but it yeah. But I I love Jonathan Brains. I love it was just it was a fun you know it had a, it was a nice one. But that was the so Sequest was on first episode was uh 1993 and it. The final episode aired in 1996. Yeah. Right around junior high for me. Roy Schneider, Don Franklin. Ted Raimi's on that mm-hmm. show. Huh. Very young. Ted, Ted Raimi yes. was on a show not produced by his brother. That's so, what? That's so weird. <laughs> and as you say, Jonathan Brandis. That's so interesting. Okay. I remember I I remember I remember seeing it. I never I don't think I ever watched it, but I was aware of the show. Uh, but I haven't thought about that show in a really long time. Yeah, I'm curious to look up where where we can watch it now because I would love to revisit that one. Huh? But Tina, right on. Thank you, Tina. Yes, that brought back memories. That's I know, awesome. I get really excited. Yeah, about good that. good pull, <laughs> Tina. Good pull. And thank you so much for listening, Tina. And we're happy to have you in our um our den of nerd. Our yes, nerd den. our she den. Yeah, our she den. <laughs> she den. Welcome. She welcome. But if you like, if you want to be like Tina, who's super cool, you can send us an email at shenerdsout at gmail.com. And there's other ways. There's Twitter <laughs> at Snopodcast. I'm just looking. Apparently, there's a big hashtag bring Carmen back nice. going on yes. on Twitter. So thank you. Nice. Hey, why don't you t- retweet something? Yes. Hashtag bring Carmen back. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Snop at Snopodcast. Also <laughs> at She Nerds Out Podcast on both Facebook and, and Instagram. Well, until next time, America. Hashtag bring Carmen back. Thruple. And Sweden. Don't forget Sweden. Sweden. And Sweden. Oh, that's right. World. The world. Huge in Sweden. (laughs) International. All right, international audience. Until next time, I love you, Ed. And she nerds nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.